Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our first official town hall meeting of the school year. We're so glad you're with us. and We'll get started here in just a moment. All right. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining our town hall today. We're eager to be with you. We are going to go ahead and get rolling because we have so much great content to bring you today in a short hour. So we are going to get rolling here. All right. Um, first up, a few tips and tricks. As a reminder, those of you that are new to us or new to a, a Zoom a webinar platform, we cannot hear you, but you can hear us. So we encourage you to engage with us via our chat feature. You can see that noted here on your screen. So please do open your chat. We are actively monitoring the chat throughout the presentation today. We have members of our leadership team here with us, members of our health services department um, to answer any questions that you may have. Um, and we'll be monitoring that throughout the presentation. We also will have a defined Q&A section at the end of our presentation today. So we'll take those questions live and get them answered for you. All right, I've got a slew of save the date information for you today. Um, and before we get too much further, I just wanted to introduce myself since it's our first time back together this school year. My name is Shannon Nelson. I'm your Chief Advancement Officer, and it is our honor to be with you today. So we've got a whole bunch of save the dates. I'm not going to spend too much time here. If you have a screen grab or um, if you want to pick up your phone and take a quick picture of the screen, these are the hot calendar items that we want you to be aware of, and we, we surely want you to take note of. Um, so first up, you've got a few, if you've got middle schoolers or upper schoolers, you've got back to school night and curriculum nights coming up here soon. And um, we have our first home football game coming up that we're so excited for, and it's our elementary night. And then, of course, we want to make you aware of days that we don't have school. So um, on the third is an in-service day, no uh, school in session. And then, of course, we're looking forward to the Labor Day holiday. Um, and then we'll talk about a few of these other events here on the next few slides, but certainly wanted to draw your attention to the calendar. So first up on Monday, we're excited for you all to join us for our pep talk. Um, so our guidance counseling group, they get together and prayerfully identify resources and speakers that they want to bring forward to our community. So this is a don't miss uh, opportunity for you and your family. It's $10 per adult. You get a meal included in that, and then also childcare is included. The kiddos are not fed, so we encourage you to feed your kids before you come. But as parents, it's kind of a fun little date night opportunity for you. Uh, back to school activities, again, just a reminder, middle school and upper school, you've got dates on the calendar coming up. Talked about the elementary school night, but wanted to draw your attention to, um, if you've got elementary school kiddos on the second, there is a pep rally and you are invited to join us. So we hope that you'll be here. Uh, Bible studies are coming up as well. So if you have not yet registered for our men's and women's Bible studies, we encourage you to do so. And we look forward to seeing you there. And then of course, Eagle Mama. Um, so this is our women's ministry. It's a luncheon event. It will be held at Stonebriar Country Club. And we're looking forward to that on Friday the 10th at 1130 a.m. It's a great opportunity for fellowship, an opportunity to get to know other moms, and we look forward to seeing you there. Again, check your email for registration links and more information. And then we are really excited for our Legacy Night event. So this is a big uh, community building event at the Omni in Frisco. It's a great date night opportunity. It's October 23rd. Tables and tickets are on sale now, so it is a dinner gala. 
Um, and we have just a great evening lined up for you, a wonderful speaker, John Stone Street of the Colson Center, um, and really looking forward to being together as a community. And then of course, if you have not checked out our Thrive Guide, we hope that you are accessing that resource and using it often. It is where we are housing all of the important information that you need as you launch into this school year. So please do take a look at that. And with that, I'm gonna turn things over to our head of school, Mr. Bill McGee. Thank you, Shannon, and welcome everyone to this first uh, all school town hall for the year. Um, before I lead us in prayer, I, I wanna let you all know um, and ask for your individual prayers for the Van Cleve family. We just learned this morning that Isabella Van Cleve, one of our fifth graders, lost her father. Uh, he passed away in the night. And so I want to lift up Isabella and her mother, Carla, as they grieve the passing of, of Tim Van Cleve. Um, I believe they're members of Preston Trail uh, Community Church. And so <clears throat> many of you may know this family, but please uh, keep them in your prayers and, and surround them uh, with uh, the love and support that uh, they need during this time. So with that, let me uh, open us in prayer. Our Father, I just thank you for the opportunity to gather in your name once again, as we begin this new school year and uh, uh, as we welcome our students back to school. And Father, we have much to be thankful for that we can uh, gather in person and that we uh, can uh, uh, continue our mission to uh, develop strong leaders with biblical convictions. And so we we don't take that lightly, Father, that you have protected us, that you continue to protect our community. And we would uh, uh, ask for your, uh, just your your grace and your mercy on our, uh, on our school this year. Father, I, I, I wanna lift up the Van Cleve family, uh, specifically Isabella and her mom, Carla at the passing of Tim. Father, um, we know that he is in your presence now and um, he is rejoicing, but uh, we also know that uh, those that are left behind are grieving. And so we would pray that your grace would be sufficient for this family as we, and I would pray that this school community would surround this family with love and support during their time of need. Father, um, uh, may all that we say and do uh, during this next hour and, uh, and as we go uh, through this school year be to your honor and glory. It's in your son's name, I pray. Amen. All right. Well, again, as I said, uh, thank you for <clears throat> joining us on this uh, town hall. Um, I wanted to, uh, first of all, introduce the executive leadership team, you'll, you see on the screen uh, their photos and their uh, responsibilities. But uh, for those of you that are new to the school, this is the uh, group that I meet with regularly to um, address issues that occur on campus. Uh, these are, you know, these are basically the major decision makers of our school. Many of them you pro probably recognize your principal, but you might not know who else is working behind the scenes. So um, wanted to give you a chance to associate their, uh, uh, their face with the name. And if you have any questions in, in their particular area, uh, now you know um, 
you've seen them, at least a photo of them. So please uh, direct your questions to them. So, um, and at this point, I want to <clears throat> introduce to you, if you've not yet met her, our new Senior Director of Community Engagement, Jenny Brady. And Jenny's gonna say a few words about our Kingdom Unity Initiative. So Jenny, take it away. Well, good afternoon. I am Jenny Brady, and I have been given the incredible privilege of implementing our Kingdom Unity Initiative. This works towards the unity in the body of Christ and in the legacy community with all the incredible differences that God has created in each of us. When we look at our future in heaven, John gives us a glimpse of what it will be like in Revelation 7-9. He sees all tribes, people groups, nations, and he hears all tongues. And as we say in the Lord's Prayer on earth as it is in heaven, our goal is for our community to look more like the kingdom of heaven within the unity of the body of Christ, and that all Christian families feel welcome and part of our community. I love my job, and I especially love getting to know you, our families, and hearing more about God's created uniquenesses, answering any questions you might have, and also learning from you with your thoughts and advice. So please know that my door is always open. Please use my contact information if you ever want to grab coffee, go to lunch, or even if you just want to text me some questions that you might have. Um, our website is currently being updated with this Kingdom Unity Initiative, so please be on the look out for that. I'm so excited to be at Legacy. I'm excited to work alongside all of you, and I'm grateful for all that Legacy is doing. So I'll hand it back to Bill McGee. Thank you, Jenny, and uh, uh, welcome to Legacy, and we're excited uh, for your leadership. Um, I would also remind everyone that if you want to read more about uh, our Kingdom Unity Initiative, uh, please refer to the Impact Magazine that you should have received uh, during the summer, uh, the, it, it's a, there's a great uh, feature on what the Kingdom Unity Initiative is and what it's not. And so if you have questions about that, uh, please refer to that article. If you have further questions uh, about it and want to uh, uh, talk to us about uh, uh, your ideas of how we can promote unity within our uh, uh, community, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Jenny or myself. Um, at this time, I want to introduce uh, Kevin Mosley, who is our associate head of school, and one of his responsibilities in that capacity is to um, manage the communication regarding our health and safety standards. So he's going to be uh, presenting some uh, updates on that uh, this afternoon. So, uh, Mr. Mosley, take it away. Thank you, Bill. It's, um, it's great to be with you guys today. Um, and I'm sure you, you, you want to, you know, get all the, the information concerning how we're going to continue to do our best to, to navigate this pandemic, which nobody was trained for, and we're all learning more than we want to know as we go through this process. So I just want to review our protocols, which have been sent out to all of our families and are available on our website, but we are still in a masking optional situation. We know this is a uh, sometimes a heated topic among our parents. We're hearing from both sides, as you can imagine. Um, and people feel passionate about that, and I get that, but that doesn't mean that we need to be antagonistic toward one another. So I want to remind us to let's set a good example, as Mr. McGee told us in our blog reg regarding that. Um, but it is optional now, and um, we, have, we have not had any issues, to my knowledge, um, and if there were, we would address them directly, of, of anybody being made fun of in any way because they choose to wear a mask. Uh, I haven't seen that. It, our, our 
families are handling it very well. And I want to commend the job that all of us are doing, you know, in, in not allowing that to affect the learning environment. So I thank you so much um, for that. We are doing contact tracing in homes. We're not doing contact tracing on campus. And that's in line with every school that I know of in Texas at this point, just about. Um, and we, we are also notifying you. We are following the Texas education recommendation that we notify all families we should and we do notify you if there is a positive in your child's class or in uh, an activity that they're involved with. We let you know that there's one or more students that are involved there. Um, it's not saying necessarily your child was sitting next to them because that would be contact tracing. All we're letting you know is that we're in the same class for vicinity of time. So please don't get too alarmed, but it's in an effort to be transparent and to make sure you, you are there to know what's going on on campus. Um, we have set a, a threshold of about 5% uh, in there as we approach a 5% infection rate in a division, in a grade, in the whole school. Um, that will trigger an opportunity for us to sit and begin saying, okay, what mitigation measures we want to consider at this time. We have a group, uh, a wellness committee that will convene if we need to, um, that has plenty of doctors on there to give us advice um, and, and understanding. But we have to make a decision at what's best for the health and safety of our students. That is our priority. It will continue to be. Um, but we also recognize health and safety also means that kids are in school. So we're trying to keep them in school as much as possible because there are psychological issues with kids being at home and not learning or, or being masked if they don't feel comfortable doing that. All of those things go into the mix and it's not a simple problem. So um, we do have quarantine procedures. If you are household contact traced, meaning someone in your house is positive, then you've got to keep your, your uh your child or your sibling at home from out of time that follow the CDC guidelines and our nurses will help you with that. You need to fill out the COVID-19 reporting form. Okay. And, and I want to reiterate, Mr. McGee has said this many times very well. I want to reiterate that our best and most effective defense against this virus is the diligence that you show at home with your child monitoring symptoms. If you have any consideration, any of those system, symptoms at all, or any doubts, always play it safe. Let's go get it checked out and then get them back on campus as quick as possible. So we are prioritizing in-person instruction and our families are overwhelmingly want that. In the event of quarantine or illness, we, they're able to make up and work on assignments. They have access. Our teachers will give those assignments to you. So you're not falling completely behind, but we would treat it like just a long-term illness. If you have the flu or something, you're out and we will help you catch up when you come back on campus. We do not have a flex learning option this year. We were able to do that with a lot of stress on our teachers last year. We cannot continue uh, uh, to do that and put our teachers in that situation because we don't have teachers dedicated just to flex or uh, to, to out of in-person or out-of-person learning. So we have to make sure that our, our teachers are working in one system there. Okay. So we will handle them as a long-term illness. Um, please don't choose, uh, you know, for a long period of time, if you're choosing, you know, not to keep your kid at home, then, you know, that is a decision you should have made before you enrolled because the situation there is, hey, you know, you knew the modes we were going to be in and we're going to do, if it gets bad, we're going to send everybody home. Okay, so we're going to do that, but please help us. But we believe and we believe you're here because you were prioritizing in-person learning as we're also prioritizing the best safe environment we can. Okay, so uh, when we go to virtual school, if we have to do that, um, there will be potentially different modes that we're doing based upon the age of the kid and what's best for already, uh, regarding asynchronous or synchronous learning. So please know that we will communicate that divisionally when and if that happens. I'm hoping it doesn't, but we are prepared. And the testimonies that we've gotten is when we do go to virtual school, Legacy did it better than anyone. And I'm firmly proud of our, 
uh, educators, leaders, and students were doing that well. Okay, I think I'm supposed to send it over to Tiffany McCollum, our elementary uh, lower school principal at this time. Tiffany, take it away. Thank you. Well, good afternoon, parents, and um, we're glad that you were able to join us today. And um, just some things that I want to share about lower school. First of all, I just have to say how amazing it was last week and yesterday to have in-person chapel with your babies, just to um, see everyone together and singing and worshiping our Lord and their hands in the air. It just uh, did this principal's heart some good to, to be able to um, do that with our kiddos. So anyway, but um, up on my lower school updates, um, as mentioned was mentioned earlier, we do have lower school night at a legacy football game on September 3rd. And um, there'll be some more details to come about um, when and where to meet um, before the game. Um, Carline reminders, I know we all hear the word Carl. I hear Carline and my blood pressure raises, I think with that word. But anyway, just a gentle reminder that um, for those of you that are picking up in the 315 Carline, um, please make sure you do not arrive prior to 315. Um, you have no idea how much that helps with the flow of our traffic when when you arrive at 315 or even a few minutes later. So if you arrive early, you block the three o'clock parents that are still trying to um, come through to pick up their child and you may be asked to go back and circle back around in the line again. Um, so anyway, the last thing I want to address um, is some of our standard of appearance um, things that we, we've seen. Um, first of all, I want to just um, mentioned on spirit dress Fridays. Um, we've noticed that some of the shorts are getting a little too short. So um, just if you could um, uh, be mindful that you're dressing your children um, in shorts that are modest in length and in tightness. Um, and we really are relying on you as partners to address this and um, certainly appreciate your, your help in this matter. I know our kids uh, grow fast and especially coming off of summer, um, they grow a lot in the summer. But anyway, if you could just check out those um, shorts that they're wearing, especially the jean shorts that we see on Fridays, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, the last thing that I want to mention about our standard of appearance is we have some spunky little hairstyles that we're seeing coming off of summer. And uh, anyway, just please be mindful that um, uh, the hair must be neat in appearance, uh, natural color, no high um, and highlights and um, boys hair must be above the eyebrows and not below the middle of the ear. And um, we, we would like for them to um, their hair to be above the collar in the back and um, in boys hair may not be held in place by uh, rubber bands or long enough where it has to be tucked behind the ears. So anyway, just be mindful of some of those um, fun radical hairstyles that are out there these days and um, when children are in the classroom uh, it becomes very distracting so anyway we just kind of ask for some just traditional um, hairstyles with our kiddos in lower school so anyway with that I'm going to turn it over to our middle school principal Dr. Joy Bell. Hello everyone lot going on here in the middle school. So let me go quickly if I can. Where do you go for specific questions? That's so important to me that you know that. Um, in our divisional email, we have a list of all the folks who are in the middle and specifically the major areas uh, that we think you are probably going to have questions on. Please email those people directly. You'll get a quicker response there. Um, we have a general mailbox as well. That's msquestions at legacyca.com. And one of the admin team will also respond uh, to you there as well. 
Yes, yes, we now do have some new car line procedures for fifth uh, for our middle school. We have been listening to you and making all sorts of adjustments to help with the car line situation. So we're going to try this as well. So we'll have fifth and sixth grade siblings uh, without siblings on one end, everyone else on the other. You should have received an email from Coach Roach with all of those details. Don't have enough time to go all over that, but you can take a look at that. And if you fall in the category, then you'll start a new procedure. If you're not in that category, then you'll stay where you were. We have weekly grade level newsletters and that, that's coming from our team leads every single Sunday um, and also divisional emails from me every couple of weeks. Please take a look at those. A lot of great information in there that you will need, that your children will need as well. So Mrs. McCullum was speaking of the jean shorts. In the middle school, we don't have jean shorts with spirit wear and that's an adjustment for our fourth to fifth graders this year. You can wear spirit wear, house shirts with khaki shorts, but no jean shorts in the middle. Um, we also have house shirts and jean days. All of that information, I know it can seem overwhelming to you, but it's in your teacher newsletter on Sunday. They'll tell you this Wednesday is a house shirt and a jean day uh, 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 week. So just make sure that you're reading over that. Okay. Middle school curriculum night, that's coming up. We're so excited to have you back on campus, 6 to 8 p.m. We've decided to split that up and we're going to meet with you as a group in the following order. But guess what? This information too will be in your weekly newsletter. So fifth grade will be in the middle school gym from six to 6.45. Sixth grade will uh, be there uh, also six to 6.45, but all in the cafetorium. And then we're gonna give a little time. So y'all say goodbye, hug everyone, head on out. Then we'll have the seventh grade and eighth grade come seven, seven, seven to seven forty-five gym cafetorium. So we're going to meet all downstairs, and we're going to meet as a team with you. Um, again, if you have any questions or concerns at all, we would love for you to reach out to us. MS questions at legacyca.com. I would love now to introduce um, Libba. Tullis, and she is our chapel coordinator, and she actually was the coordinator and the lead of the, our Ignite. I've received a lot of e emails and just like, oh my goodness, Ignite was so cool the way you guys started off. And I want to give you the face of the team leader for that, and that is Ms. Tullis. Take it away. Hi, middle school families. You know, just like Dr. Bell mentioned, just a couple of weeks ago, we launched our first ever uh, spiritual emphasis conference. And at that conference, our students were challenged and equipped through engaging worship and strong biblical teaching. And I chose this picture in particular to show you just a quick snapshot of what happened in our midst. You know, um, by launching a conference the first two days of an academic school year, we really just paused for a moment and settled our hearts and just refocused that, you know, the invitation Jesus spoke so many years ago to come and see is just as alive as it was back then. I can tell you that our kids were bonding, they were connecting to Christ in a new way. And God just did so many incredible things in our midst. So we just want to say from the middle, thank you so much for your prayers, for partnering, partnering with us as we launched our first ever conference. Um, we had an incredible start to our day. Um, and I'll close with this. I was sitting at lunch just a couple of days ago and a student behind me said, that was the best start we've ever had to our school year. Um, I think they just felt included. They felt loved on and they got to experience Christ in the middle of their school day, which is exactly why we're here at Legacy Christian. So thank you, thank you, thank you for partnering with us. Back to Dr. Bell. 
Thank you, Ms. Tellis. Phenomenal. I want to introduce the one and only Dr. Sneer, and she is the coordinator of the house system. So not only have you heard about Ignite, which was an explosion, the house was an explosion as well. And Dr. Sneer uh, is the leader of that, and she's gotten us going this year. We're super excited. Dr. Sneer. Hi. Well, I, if you haven't figured it out already, middle school is on fire and I am so excited about it. It has been a super duper start, a lot going on, but it has been a great start. And as you all know, you've been in middle school before and middle school is tough. And in recognition of that, we wanted to work really hard to make middle school not only safe, but one of the best times in your students' lives. And so when we think of what feels safe, we think of home. And so we brought the house system to, to Legacy Christian Academy's middle school. And as you can see on the screen, we have four houses. All of our students were uh, sorted, um, randomly sorted into houses uh, during the summertime. And then we had our big reveal uh, on the first day of school, which was super fun, exciting. I got to see Mr. McGee dance, never seen that before. So if anything, house was a win because of that. But these are our four houses. They are named after influential Christian people. Uh, Jim Elliott, who was a missionary martyr, martyr in Ecuador. C.S. Lewis, who is a, an author and an apologetic, Christian apologetic. And a lot of the kids didn't know about Andrew Foster, who is a missionary to the deaf in Africa. And so they've gotten to learn about him. And then Corey Tinboom, who um, helped the Jews escape in the Holocaust. So um, I hope that you have heard a lot about the houses with the kids. I, there's a whole lot of things that are going on with them. I would be thrilled to sit down and meet with you and share that. Um, our whole goal is with the house is to create an environment of community connection where every kid feels value and purpose and we are doing that by connecting kids that wouldn't normally be connected teachers to kids that wouldn't be connected um, and through various activities and events that are happening in the classroom they're having house competitions inside the classroom uh, kids are wanting to partner with someone that's in their house that they wouldn't have wanted to partner with before because they didn't have anything in common um, the kids are actually having big events as well. We've had a, a couple events. We've got some great events coming up. I encourage you to come out and help with those. Um, and next month, we have a, a dodgeball tournament. If you want to just come watch and have a great laugh and see the teachers uh, practice uh, do dodgeball, please come. And um, if you want to come out in the uh, November and October, November, we're going to have some service projects where we're helping uh, Hope for the Hungry. And then also we're having Friendsgiving. So we've got a lot of things that are going on with houses, a lot of energy there. Um, while it seems like this big thing, I really want us to more than anything realize what we are doing in the middle school for the heart of these children. And if you could come and visit with me, I can share with you so many stories of where I've seen kids connecting with kids that they wouldn't have connected before. Um, and I can already see the power of lives being changed just by the safety and the comfort that the house system is bringing. So please come be a part of it. Um, send me emails, ask questions. Uh, we'd love to have you up here. All right, I'm gonna pass it on to Jeff Field. 
All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Sneer. Really appreciate uh, just the energy that we see in middle school. Um, school connectedness is so important between what happens in our middle school and high school. And, and I'm grateful for the leadership that we have uh, in our middle school for sure. Um, I wanted to uh, take a moment to highlight just a couple of pieces um, today regarding uh, our professional schools program in the high school. Uh, many of you last spring uh, were able to hear some from our students about really what, what our certifications as we were rolling these out in a number of our courses. We identified that our courses uh, that we are offering through PSP um, were of such tremendous value that we partnered with a national organization that does certifications, industry-based uh, standards uh, for those uh, pieces uh, for us concerning uh, certifications uh, to help our students uh, in their fields. And so we piloted 12 courses in 2021, and we've actually expanded this year to 20 plus certifications. It's where their calling and their career uh, allowed them to be credentialed. And essentially our students are able to take industry certified tests that then result in industry certifications. And we've actually expanded those uh, between business concepts and management all the way through leadership courses, medical forensics, physics with technology, economics. So we have a whole host of courses that we um, are giving our students the opportunity to sit for certifications in. Why is this important? Uh, it's important because it gives us common language and it allows our students when they go to college or into a career to be able to say, I have the content expertise and knowledge to be able to partner with you in a way that makes sense for your organization. And so they actually receive a certificate as a result of their credentialing. Uh, and then it allows us as well to put it on their transcript. So our students graduate from legacy, being able to have those certifications present on their um, transcript. It's something that they can relay to uh, colleges that they're interested in, as well as many of our students seek summer employment with an internship or in a career. And it allows this to be portable uh, for them and allows us to be tangible proof of what it is that they uh, know in terms of the skills that they've acquired. What's really fantastic is last year, we had 125 plus individual certifications that were earned just from our pilots. And with our expansion opportunities that are available to us this year, we know that we're gonna have uh, many more uh, who will take advantage of this. And just so you know, parents, the way this process works for us, our students get a pre-assessment in many of these classes. So for example, they may be in a computer science course and they're getting a pre-assessment at the beginning of the school year. Uh, and that then allows that teacher to be able to say, okay, in light of the skills, the things our students are learning, in light of our curriculum, where are those, those gaps or those areas that we can continue to, to teach and reinforce so that by the end of that course, they're able to then sit again for a certification. They're able to be certified in that particular area uh, and be recognized by the industry for having done so. Uh, so we're pretty excited about the opportunity for our students to take uh, advantage of having certifications, particularly knowing it is something that can travel with them uh, well beyond their time here at Legacy. Um, I apologize. I think I confused our great people behind the scenes by jumping ahead on the certification. So now I'll do some upper school uh, updates on that. So I, I do apologize, you guys, for that. So um, we have coming up 
in the upper school are curriculum night. And that's gonna happen on September 1st, just next Wednesday night from seven to about 8.30. Today in our upper school email uh, update, I have a, about a four minute piece in there that really helps you to navigate what that evening looks like because uh, it is got a lot of great things happening. We're gonna have our freshman parent DC uh, trip info meeting that will be facilitated in our lunch commons at 6.30. We're gonna have our senior parent information meeting. Uh, I know you can hardly believe it, senior parents, you're there. Uh, and so we have a big meeting for you happening in our LPAC at, at 6.30. Uh, and then for the course of the evening, you're actually gonna follow your students eight period schedule. And so the video I'm gonna be sharing out with you later today is gonna to give you all the ins and outs of what to expect from the moment you show up uh, until you uh, wrap up your evening. Also some other pieces that are coming up logistically for us. We do have our upper school pictures and drug testing days um, that are happening. Every student in our upper school uh, does receive a drug test, whether they come into us as a new student when they apply, uh, or if they simply uh, have been here and have moved up from eighth to ninth grade, we do mandatory drug testing for our students that does take place. That will be happening on uh, Tuesday, November 7th for our 11th and 12th grade. That happens during our first period and activity period. We try to minimize the classroom disruptions uh, as well as that is when they will have a hair sample for their universal drug testing that will be following the, the photo. We do have professional hairstylists who are here. They are very sensitive and do a great job to ensure they take the minimum amount of hair that is needed uh, for those uh, particular uh, drug tests. Uh, and then uh, from there, uh, we will wrap up doing all of our pictures for our ninth and 10th grade on September 9th. A question we sometimes receive is if it is a formal dress uniform day, meaning our boys are wearing blazers, our ladies are wearing blazers, uh, they're just looking so sharp on those days, do they need to wear it on both of those days? They do not. Uh, so only our 11th and 12th grade needs to wear it on the 7th and then our 9th and 10th grade students would end up wearing that on the 9th. Uh, and so I think with that being said, if you have further questions, please contact Ms. Crawford, our administrative assistant, uh, regarding any of those particular pieces, as well as if you have some questions for me, uh, feel free down in the chat to also leave those. Uh, with that being said, I'm gonna turn it over at this time to Mr. Adam Housley. All right, well, thank you, Jeff. And thank you all families for tuning in to our first uh, lunchtime town hall. I uh, hope you've enjoyed our time today. We're gonna open it up for questions. Just a reminder, you can ask all the questions you'd like down there uh, in the chat feature. We do have a couple ready to go. Tiffany, I'm gonna jump over to you for two questions. And let me get those up here. Um, can you talk about lower school chapel dress? I know we've had some questions there. What does that entail? I'm glad that question came up. I've received a couple of emails about that. So um, our Wednesday chapel day in lower school, um, children just wear their regular uh, uniform. It doesn't have to be the required dress uniform. Um, that was for picture day and any special events that may come up throughout the year, but um, just weekly chapel is just the standard regular um, attire that they wear. All right. And then second question, if, if we were a lower school family and we missed the back to school night, is there a recording of that group session that you did? Yes. Yes. The whole group session that we did um, to kick off the evening was recorded and uh, we're in the process of uh, 
putting that on YouTube and I'll get the link out to our families to view. And if you are not able to hear um, your child's teacher visit, just please reach out to them because they can send you materials or information or a slideshow presentation that they may have done in their classroom and uh, you can view that as well. All right. Thank you, Tiffany. Uh, she's waiting on me to get her that video. So I'll get it to you uh, very soon, Tiffany. I promise you, you can get it out to those families. Dr. Bell, I have a question for you. Um, what are the odds that there will be another car line change? Well, we are praying that there's not another car line change. We will give this car line change some time. Uh, we believe this may alleviate the traffic patterns and if it doesn't, we will communicate with you. So it, it is possible that there'll be another, but remember we're trying to get to the sweet spot. And that so is that we don't have the traffic backed up on the different uh, major highways and we don't, we don't want any accidents or anything happening. So give us some grace with that, but we will make sure to communicate with you often about the processes. All right, thank you, Dr. Bell. Uh, Mr. Mosley, wanted to see if you could give us a current update on active COVID cases. Yes, and um, that is available to you, by the way, to view at any time on our COVID dashboard. And I uh, believe that's been added to the app as well as the website. Is that correct, Mr. Housley? That is correct, yes. Yeah, so you have the access to that. And so try to up those, update those daily in the evening. Um, our new case, we send out the emails and then we update the cases. But our current uh, active cases, uh, meaning you know, that some may have had COVID and now no longer are, are contagious and are at school. We have two lower school, um, eight in middle school and seven in upper school for a total of 17. And that's a total percentage of 1.56%. Um, that's very much in line. We've been monitor monitoring other schools in the area, very much in line or below but where other schools are. So we're, we're doing well. And that's largely due to the great diligence of families at home. So keep that up. Watch those kids, ask if they have stuffy nose, if they have aches, if they have fever, um, those typical things that, uh, you know, are identified as COVID symptoms. Keep them at home. Keep them at home. We'll get the work made up. Don't worry about it. We'll get you some things to work on at home. But um, that's our best defense. Keep doing that and, and we'll uh, be ready to adjust as we need to. All right, Mr. Mosley, I'm going to stay with you. Uh, I think you can answer this question. If not, um, I bet we can find some of the camera. We just had a parent ask a question about, are there any guidelines for dress for parents who are on campus when they come for events? Sure. Um, well, we would hope that, you know, as parents, we would set an example for modesty. Um, and that's what we want uh, to see happen. Um, you know, we, at times we may have like an evening event or a football game and things like that. And we may have some students that show up because there's not a dress code at that time, but please know that we do monitor that. You know, as an upper school principal in the past, I've, I've, actually pulled someone aside and I said, I'm sorry, you, a young man, you can't wear your earring at a school event. Those are all school events. We want our parents to take the same approach, just like professionally, that would not be appropriate for me to come in uh, and, and be in a modest or workout clothes or something like that. So we just ask our parents to be mindful of that, this example that we're setting for our students. And we do hold you know, uh, our, our students accountable to that as well while they're in, in our activities. And I would hope that would be that way at any time, whether at an LCA activity or not. Thank you, Mr. Mosley. Um, we had a question about future Eagles, which is not something we talked about today. Uh, but the question was, how do we go about 
uh, signing up students that are not currently at Legacy, siblings that are not currently at Legacy, is there an opportunity to get them um, on our admissions team radar? And I think that's a great question. I would tell you, yes, we have a program called Future Eagles that is just for that. I'll put the link in the chat uh, for that in just a minute, but you can go to the website and search Future Eagles uh, and you'll be directed to a form that you can fill out that we've uh, that puts you on our admissions team radar and we would love to, to visit with you um, about your interest and legacy. So I'll send that link here in just a moment. And while we're on that topic, I'll let you know, we do plan to open applications in the next three to four weeks for the 22-23 school year. So it's a great time uh, to get signed up to be a future Eagle. Um, with that, I'm going to ask Ms. Nelson a couple questions. Uh, Shannon, do you have an update on the library renovation timeline? Yes, uh, so for all of our lower school and middle school families, if you uh, have been in the building recently at the South Campus, you've noticed that we are under construction, which is very exciting. So our lower school library is receiving um, a facelift, if you will, so a full renovation is taking place. And I also wanted to share for our new families that that is um, through the generosity of our parent community. Um, so our parent community has contributed generously to support that project and uh, we are eager to see it come to completion. We are looking forward to that. So um, the library should be finished within the next month. I know the, the um, furniture um, order was just placed. And so we've got a lot of exciting moving parts here. Uh, the kiddos get a chance uh, next week to go sign the walls. So they get an opportunity to sign the walls with scripture um, and, and then we'll have some opportunities for members of our community to do so as well. So the library is taking shape and should be open here within the next month or so. All right, so we are wrapping up um, our questions that I'm seeing. Um, I don't know if there's anything else we need to ask uh, besides a final question for you, Shannon, and that is, can you talk about Eagle Mama and maybe talk about the difference between pep talks and Eagle Mamas? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, Eagle Mama is coming up on September 10th. Um, you should have received a registration link yesterday in your uh, all-school email from Mr. McGee. And uh, that event is primarily a fellowship and ministry opportunity for our moms. And it takes place at Stonebriar Country Club. So this is specifically for the mamas. Um, our first event in September will feature um, our uh, lead for this event, Jerrica Olson. She'll be sharing uh, quite a bit of insight uh, regarding just Christian motherhood and what this what it looks like right now. Um, and then also we'll have a trunk show with Kendra Scott. So if you're looking for some new jewelry, we'll have an opportunity there. But join us for lunch and a time of fellowship. We'll look forward to seeing you. And ultimately, the difference between Eagle Mama and our pep talks um, is that our pep talks are for the entire family, whereas uh, the Eagle Mama luncheon is primarily a ministry for our moms. All right. Thank you, Shannon. Hey, uh, quick question, Kevin, I'll come to you for it. It was just asked in the chat for sporting events. Will tickets need to be purchased in advance online or will tickets be able to be purchased at the door? No tickets are able to be purchased at the door as it currently stands. If we change our operating mode, that could change. But being that we are in uh, open mode at this moment, um, they are able to be purchased at the door. Uh, we've, again, we're monitoring our numbers to see if we need to change that. But I do want to put a plug in for our booster club. There are season passes now available through our booster club. So I, it's a great way to support what we're trying to do. Um, the booster club is kind of 
raising their their game this year. So we're trying to get uh, organized with some bylaws and things like that. So there are some opportunities, some packages. If you would like to advertise with your business, with programs we're doing, uh, reach out to Lynn Dupree, our Senior Director of Athletics and Activities, and he'll be glad to help you. But there's been information I noticed um, in the communications going out regarding how you can purchase season tickets as well. And I, and I, I highly recommend uh, considering that option. All right, Kevin, I'm just going to stick with you here. That was the last of our questions. So turn it back over to you. Okay, well, thank you for uh, joining us today. I, I think I've been asked to close in prayer. So will you bow with me as, as we close? Father, we are grateful so much um, for our families, for the trust that they place in us by giving them their prized possession, which, Father, is hard for us to to comprehend that you love them even more than we do. Um, and, and so you even entrust parents with these um, amazing young people that you've known since the beginning of time and uh, Father know and created in, in the womb of the mother. So we, we honor that today um, and we honor the trust that these parents place in us. Help us to be worthy of that trust, to do our best for your glory. And may we continue to be a light here at Legacy Christian Academy for the community around us and in the world. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, Shannon, back to you. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Okay, everyone. Well, as we um, go off about our days, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, just a few reminders. If you do not yet have the app, um, please download the app. Please opt into notifications. Um, the password is on your screen. Um, this password, Eagle Nation, is going to be important as you move forward. So it's not only the password for the app, it's also the password for um, our Smug Mug account, which is where you can share and view photos from the school. And it's also the password for our COVID dashboard. So if you're looking for those COVID numbers that Mr. Mosley mentioned earlier, you can view those online using this password. So please do take a look at that. Um, also, as, as we talked about the library, we're so excited about it. If you want to put eyes on it, this is what it's going to look like. So here's a rendering for you to imagine. Um, the progress that we'll make over the coming weeks as we prepare to open the library for our students. Um, also wanted to mention to you all that we do have a business directory. So if you have, if you own a business, if, if you're a part of a business that you'd like to help promote, uh, please do uh, look on our website today and sign up for an opportunity to join our business directory so that your information can be shared with other families. And uh, last but not least, uh, there, here's a resource guide on the screen for you. Um, so some key resources that you may want to make note of. Um, if you have particular questions regarding uh, student counseling services, all of our counselors are listed here for you. Um, and then really certainly wanted to draw your attention to our primary email address. If you have a question and you, you don't know where to go, um, the best place to go is questions at legacyca.com. And we will do our best to answer those questions promptly. Uh, if you have not yet followed us on all of our social media sites, please do so. Uh, we share a lot of information and we'd love for you to be a part of it. And that is what we've got for you today. So thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, we are so grateful for each of you. We're so glad to be back in session and we look forward to seeing you on campus soon. Have a great day.